everybody it's another episode of tvp's just the headers that's right um this is a show dedicated to bringing you the headline news in the cryptoverse from the previous week because we know that you guys have lives and you do things unlike me it, well jesse has a life and he does things <laughs> and cello who may or may not be here this week has a life and does things. But me, I'm in crypto, baby. That's right. I'm like, have you ever seen Lawnmower Man? No. What is, what is, who is oh, that? Jesus. What is he? It is a movie that is far beyond its time. From 1996, I believe. Where a guy who is seemingly mentally handicapped becomes in the top 99% of intelligence with the use of VR and mental rehabilitation. It's called The Lawnmower Man. You should really check it out. It's a movie for this. This Are you eon. kidding? No, I'm not. That's the movie. 1996. I, okay. Lawnmower Man. He actually mows lawns and he's mentally handicapped. But okay. they give him this mental rehabilitation training. And he becomes like in the top 99.9 percentile of intelligence. He goes into, he creates this VR world, which he controls. It is fascinating. Hmm. Anyways, that's me in the crypto world. Lawnmower man. Taking in news. Taking in information. <laughs> anyway, One day hoping to develop VR and be super smart. <laughs> yeah, hanging out in Decentraland. Looking at people's virtual property. Have no, you okay. actually checked that out yet? Because that is actually pretty interesting. I haven't checked them out, but we did interview them on Block Channel many, many moons ago. You guys should go listen to that episode. And... Um, I do own a little bit of the virtual land. I must you do? put that on the... I do. I own a little bit. Holy Just shit. How, how much do you own? I don't know. Should I put myself... I'm not trying to get kidnapped, Jesse. Like square square footage. How much space? Let me take a look. Can we start like a little lemonade stand and like have on the top like TBP? Get your lemonade? We could. I mean, if we wanted to live that life. I want to I wanna live that life. I'm not going to put my business out on the street. I own a little bit of virtual property. Maybe we can put a lemonade stand up. But it's not in like the Decentraland, uh, the, the like It's Utopia. not in the city, Genesis City? Yeah, the Gen- it's not in Genesis City. Oh, which... why? You need to be in Genesis City. Man, I'm thinking about the future. Did you buy after it was expensive? That must be why. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pick it up early enough. So, is it big enough for a lemonade stand? Um, I think it's big enough for a lemonade stand. Oh, okay. Oh, let me turn that off. Hold on. That should be on silent mode. Yep. We're in recording. So, this is a show, even though we've already gone off the rails, about the headlines. <laughs> We're yep. giving you headlines from the previous week. So, let 
just begin. Um, so this this first article uh, is coming at you uh, from Bitcoin.com. Um, Roger Bear's stomping grounds, although he really doesn't know what's going on with Bitcoin.com. He's got a lot going on to know what's going on with Bitcoin.com. But this is from C. Edward Kelso, 8,206 um, eyeballs have been on this. And the article reads, this is my favorite article. No, I'm kidding. But it was a good one. Flash transfer. Bitcoin holders. Sorry. Bitcoin hodlers dumped 30 billion since December. I'm going to read some stuff and then I'm going to go on why I think this article is bullshit and like a Monday article like Nobody's reading the news. We need some eyeballs. But anyways, leading crypto research firm Train Analysis revealed staggering wealth transfer, staggering wealth transfer numbers, as reported by legacy news outlet Financial Times concerning Bitcoin Core BTC from its price high in December of last year through April of 2018. BTC hodlers, longer term investors dumped $30 billion onto the market, shedding about half their collective possessions just in December. The basic facts are sure to enliven debate regarding BTC's ultimate function, be it as a store of value, medium exchange, or a more speculative asset. Let's go find a quote, and then let's talk about why I think this is bullshit. <laughs> I mean... All right. Overall, here's a quote by um, Chain Analysis. Overall, some 1,600 Bitcoin wallets managed by both speculators and investors contained at least 1,000 Bitcoin each in April, according to Chain Analysis, collectively holding nearly 5 million Bitcoin. Okay, so that's a stupid quote. Here's, you know why I think this is bullshit, and then maybe you can give your opinion on it. Thirty billion dollars is not that much. Yeah, it's just that's exactly what I was about to say. So what is the fucking deal? Like, why write an article on this? It's not. Well, the number doesn't even make sense. It says from its from its price high in December of last year, um, up till April of this year, the uh, the Bitcoin market cap dumped thirty billion. Like, it no, it dropped even more than that. It went from what 300 something right yeah it was close up it was close to 300 300 mm -hmm. billion it actually may have been a little bit more than 300 billion it might have gotten to 330 billion all the way down to what is it at now like 115 billion yeah so what the so, fuck man so that's, excuse my language but I mean, not way really because it's my show this is our show way more than 30 billion why what? I think this is clickbait, and we just gave it two clicks. I think we're giving it more time than it deserves, to be honest. How do we give it these little eyeballs? Yeah, fuck this art. Damn, I'm cursing a lot. That's so you can tell I've had a good week. Edward Kelso, you've done better work. Better work. This is this is poor. Next article. The so next article is headlined. Four Projects Seeking to Solve Ethereum's Privacy Paradox is written by Rachel Rose O'Leary, and it has 382 tweets, retweets and 40 shares on Reddit. This was written this past uh, 
Sunday? Is that right? Wait. Yes. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Do right. we think that that's a good amount of metrics or a decent amount of metrics? I know somebody in the Slack was like, hey, you know, how do we know the, these uh, social media statistics are good or bad? Are we are we are we trying to classify them as good or bad? Like, do we immediately we look at an article and then read the title, and then based on how much activity is gotten, do we maybe spend more or less time on it? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like defining what is good and what is bad puts us in like this elitist position, and I just kind of want to read the metrics and let the people glean from it what they think. Sure. I mean, I'm down for whatever. All right, 382 tweets, 42 Reddit things. All right. So uh, Vitalik, Vitalik is a quote in the article um, from Vitalik saying, I'm considerably more pro-privacy than I was a few years ago. And I think that was a tweet that he, he put out. Um, and this was along the same um, thought pattern that um, he actually thinks that Ethereum needs more privacy more privacy features and more not transparency but more slightly opaqueness especially for the private uh privacy of the end user um the article goes on to say ethereum is transparent to the core much like bitcoin this platform uses transparency as part of its security with it in some ways ensuring that users cannot fake transactions However, new anxieties are emerging regarding this transparency and the potential problems that such data exposure might have for businesses. In the past, these privacy concerns have gotten sidelined for other pressing issues, such as scaling, but signs are emerging that the subject is now receiving a fair amount of developer attention. Indeed, last month, Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin came forward to this to state his newly evolved perspective on the topic. And that was at the um, the D... What was that conference in? Was it in Korea? The D... Oh, D10E? No. Um, That's not the one. D10E, right? No, no, no. D-conference. D-conference? No. I know it's when you're talking about, the decentralization, the centralization conference. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the one where Vitalik and um, Poon... Kind of were like, hey, Craig writes a piece of shit. I th- that guy. Hey, it's. Let me. It's keep, not why don't, you, why don't you take a bite out of the conversation? And I'll keep looking it up. Um, this is what I think. Um, <sighs> privacy is one of those things that people take for advantage. They don't realize how important it is because they think that they're living private lives, but they're not. So. The reason why Vitalik said this, I believe, if I could put myself in the shoes of one Vitalik, I would say it's because cash, there always needs to be a transparent form of value transfer. Because if a government or an entity or a someone knows all the transactions you're making, you're almost, uh, dare I say it, and please don't let this start up any shit that we had going on last week. You're a slave to whatever entity knows your transactions, right? So let's think of just two entities. Let's give two examples. If a government knows all of your transactions, say they don't like one of your transactions because you vote whatever, and they take your wallet and they cut it off, you can't do anything with it anymore. You've got to live under a bridge. 
Or let's take the other organized crime, actual organized crime. And they see that you've been having a lot of money go to a certain entity and they come into your shop and they start asking you questions like, hey, man, where's your money going? They beat your ass. They don't know the money's been going to your family to eat. They don't know what the money's for. They've just been watching your transactions and they they know that you all of a sudden have more coming in and more going out and they're getting their same percent and they want more and they're going to come bust your kneecaps open. They're going to bust your shit open, Jesse. Oh, man. So privacy is important. I don't know. See, That's but my viewpoint. That, I think privacy I mean, is very important. In Slack, so I guess to to give listeners a little bit of um, some insight into what goes on in Slack, we were actually talking about this this very same topic in Slack, and as far as what degree of privacy do we feel um, makes sense, and I talked about how um, how I am kind of a hypocrite in the way that I would like there to be more transparency on the um, on the way money flows into government. But on that same note, I also would not want to be held at the same um, transparency standards as people, as politicians are in, in government uh, on a more personal transaction level. Like, for whatever reason, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of, of, of something silly that I would I might want to hide like a transaction i might want to hide um Mm -hmm. maybe maybe if i'm buying if i'm buying what's something quick what's something stupid that i would want to hide but that isn't like law breaking but is embarrassing maybe i like cigars cuban cigars that's that's not embarrassing is it um midget maybe maybe i like anime Midget like certain, certain anime is not anime. embarrassing anymore. Okay, I... okay, okay. What if I like? Oh, okay. Let me. Okay, I don't like this, but oh god. Okay, wait. I'm just gonna say I don't like this because I don't actually like this. But I bet you there are gonna be some people in Slack that are gonna just chide me over this. If I like furry porn, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and I transact like in a magazine or like a like some sort of like art that's furry porn related then that'll be associated with me. Like, what if I don't want you guys to know about that? Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, stuff like that, I, I I can imagine, like, maybe maybe out of embarrassment, people would want to, I guess, obscure that. Those kind more of, of transactions. A baby bird kind of furry or a full-grown squirrel kind of furry? I actually like when girls have butt plugs that are tails. Okay, so... That's not full furry, but that is that's flirting with furry. So that definitely goes into the hentai category of things that you may or may not want to totally hide from the public that you don't. <laughs> I myself straight up platypus man. I go platypus. <laughs> oh yeah, you I like, like a nice, tail. I like a nice furry platypus with a tail and a and a beak. And some poisonous fangs, just in case. You like to keep it a little dangerous. You like kissing those bills, those ducked bills? Yeah, not beaks, a bill. I like to get in there on that bill (laughs) and just kind of 
it's so smooth, but the rest of the body's so furry, so it's a good. These <laughs> 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 shit like this, like people would want to obscure because it's funny, right? People people might get embarrassed about this type of shit. So so maybe we do need some privacy, but for fucks sake we will not give this level of privacy to politicians who are in a furries oh we hell will, no we will make fun of them because no. they're evil people <laughs> <laughs> let's go to, i think we've exhausted this article let's go let's go to the, so, those beaks so smooth dude i don't know why you would go platypus like what in the Dude, because the platypus is the world's most interesting animal. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I mean, next. it's interesting put together. All right, sorry. Yeah, so the next article. <laughs> next article. Maxwell William. Wait a second, is that two first names? No, Those it's a last name and a first name in the wrong no, order. There's no S on that William. It's just William. Yeah, it's Maxwell it's William. Name. It's a first name as his last name, and then a last name as his first name. Is it two last names? No, no, no. All right, L- listen. William is a first name, right? His name is Maxwell William, when yeah. it should be. And by should, I just mean society stand... You don't have to explain God that. God damn it. It right? is what yeah. it is. Yeah. His name should be Maxwell. William Maxwell. Yes. I... Dude, let's not let's not shit on authors. Okay, yeah, let, that's bad. Uh, Forty five thousand two hundred total views, which um, I'm guessing that's good because forty five thousand fills a Division One college football stadium. So oh my God. that's got to be good, right? Four hundred sixty five total shares. So of the college stadium, only four hundred sixty five people shared it. So. It says the Canadian government has released an official draft of new regulations on crypto exchanges and payment processors. The Canada Gazette reports June 9th. According to this draft, the regulations seek to address a number of deficiencies that the Financial Action Task Force. Ooh, I want to belong to that. I bet you they get a patch outlined after their evaluation in 2015-16, namely in strengthening Canada's anti-money laundering and anti-terrorist financing regime. Jesus, they are going ham with these like acronyms. Financial Action Task Force, FATF, F-A-T-F, and then Cana- uh, not Canada's, Canada's anti-money laundering and anti-terrorist financing regime. A-M-L-A-T-F. That's way too many acronyms, man. Come on. But here we go. The new regulations will treat crypto exchanges and payment processors as money service businesses, which requires them to report large transactions, those over $10,000, which means do only your transactions $9,999.99, or Canadian dollars, 7700 USD, and a new Know Your Customer, KYC, another acronym, threshold set at transactions of 1000 Canadian dollars or 770 USD. Wow. Okay. Interesting. That is interesting. <coughs> I'm sorry. I coughed a little bit. I tried to mute my mic. 
but I didn't quite make it. Um, the draft also contains a cost-benefit analysis, which reveals the regulations would cost about $61 million in Canadian dollars and $47 million in U.S. Uh, over the next 10 years. So, I mean, it's not, not too huge of an expense for the taxpayer, I guess. Um, 47 milli over 10 years is not that much. Yeah. How many people but, are in Canada? How many people are in Canada? I don't know, but 80% of those fuckers are on the border. Yeah. That's some conspiratorial shit, man. We need to build a wall up there. I'm sorry. You know that's that's actually that's actually a legitimate point though. I mean, not really a legitimate point. I'm just like if we're if we have a border at the south, I mean, just for symmetry, like the sake of symmetry, we should we should just put one at the top. Wait, you pronounce those different? You say symmetry? I I did. I actually said symmetry, and then I said symmetry when originally I just meant to say say symmetry. Oh, I thought you were teaching me something. You just fucked up. Okay. No, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> no. it's like me saying tomato and then tomato like correctly the first or the second time. That's just that's just a little bit of lack of sleep. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Whenever anyone's in my presence and they say tomato, I walk the other direction. <laughs> I'm uh, like, what are you what are you, Italian? What is maybe. Italians don't even say do they say tomato? Probably not with the emphasis that I put on those certain vowels, tomato. What the difference is that I put on it? That's why that song's so stupid. I think that's why it was popular. Like, you say tomato, I say tomato. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Let's Let's... go. Stupid. It's such a stupid song. Yeah. I mean, no, it's it's a happy song. Just like, let's let's just get let's just get along. I get it, but somebody's got to be right, damn it. Okay, <laughs> on to Monday's article, baby. All right, so Monday. First headline for Monday. An article entitled, Lithuania Issues Guidelines for When ICO Tokens Are Securities. No, I, get that. Ooh, I picked this one on purpose, dropping the bomb, baby. Why? Why, why Lithuania? Um, All right. I don't know, man. So far away. All right. Uh, so this is written by Wolfie Zhao. Oh, speaking of Lithuania, I could derail this immediately because of something I read today, this which is actually probably name far is not Wolfie. This is Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah, Wolfie Zhao. That's a beast of a name. This guy's gonna be famous. Do you think he changed his name? His first name? Shit! Didn't we just say we were gonna not make fun of authors' names? Sorry. Yeah. Shit. All right. Let's get, let's only, get back. Only positivity. On all right, Lithuania's Ministry of Finance has issued guidelines on ICOs, outlining, and I mean, everybody should know what an ICO stands for, initial coin offering. It's the IPO equivalent in crypto, uh, and IPO being initial public offering, which is, okay, you should, you should know these things. You probably already do, so I'm, I'm going to keep going. Outlining when cryptographic tokens would be viewed as securities and how each aspect of a token sale should be regulated by different laws in the country. According to the document published Friday, a defining feature in the recommended framework is whether a token, quote, grants profits or governance rights, end quote, to investors who obtain the token through an ICO. 
While existing civil code should apply to all projects with tokens that can only be used as a payment tool or the right to access certain products, a variety of financial regulations should apply if a token grants profits or governance rights. Huh. Mm. The finance ministry further dissects an ICO into several areas, including tokens that are issued, the entity that organizes the sale, whether it participates in secondary market exchanges, and whether the ICO itself is a crowdfunding activity, etc. It goes on to say that these aspects should be regulated by corresponding laws already in place in Lithuania, such as those governing securities, crowdfunding, and financial instruments markets. Oh, um, cool news that is in line with this. Did you know, as far as crowdfunding goes, did you see that the Loom Network is actually launching um, the equivalent of Hearthstone, but for crypto zombies as a Kickstarter project that you can actually buy into right now? As of this morning, today. I did see that. I did see that. that and so I'm, cool. <clears throat> I'm really excited about Loom. I'm trying to get them onto one of the other shows um, to describe what they're doing. I, I believe what they're doing, if I could bastardize this, it's the yeah. decentralized version of EOS, of EOS. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm excited about it. Sorry, I, I really have had things stuck in my throat this whole show. <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. Not only because I'm on crypto zombies and taking my sweet time, but because they're they're doing their part in okay? educating. I got something stuck in my throat, man. Hey, I why think I'm gonna... it out. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I really hold up. Give me a second. Yeah, I'll give you right. So so basically, the gist of it is uh, the Loom Network actually is supporting a lot of different DAP development. They actually recently came out with their own um, API for building these um dap uh, video games actually um and what's interesting is that um if you if you participate in the kickstarter you can get your own card named after you you can get um basically you you actually uh, one of the perks is actually you get flown to taiwan where they're actually uh where most of the devs are and they'll take you out for the night and you probably you'll get drinking or go out drinking and have a good time um, and you also get a lot of different cool things. You get like a like a, a statue mailed to you. You get a T-shirt with your face on it, with with like a character associated with you. It's like you get so many different things when you actually buy into the top, the high, the highest tier of that um, the Kickstarter program. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna share that on Facebook. Yeah, maybe we could put a link in the show notes to it. Um, That's not so happening. People can check that out. But we'll no? put in. <laughs> I don't want to. I just. I'm not gonna remember the link. Unless you make a note right now, you can put a note in the Slack. I'll so put. I'll put a note in DM on Slack, and I'll yeah do that. Or else I'm gonna we'll give you that. Okay. Oh, let me make a note to remind myself. Send the note to Kickstarter for crypto. Zombies Hearthstone game. There we go. Boom. There's a flowchart, guys, in this specific article. Um, it says that boom. It does not grant profits or governance rights. So it says it starts in the blue box. It says ICO token issue. And then it goes two directions. One direction is grants profits or grants profits or governance rights, or does not grant profits or governance rights. If it does not grant profits or governance rights, um, 
Then it splits off into three boxes. It says grantor right to use a product or service are used as a payment instrument. ICO is considered as charity. Then it goes into a data box and it says anti-money laundering and um, CFT law and civil code. And everything actually ends up pointing to AML and CFT law, even on the is it a security side. So it sounds like this is actually a good interpretation. So they're actually taking a stab at identifying or creating some sort of classification filter for different types of ICOs, which is excellent. It probably didn't even just, take them that long to do this versus like the whole. It literally looks like it took them the fucking TV. 15 minutes and then they had a bunch of bagels and donuts afterwards. It doesn't I look mean, like it took that long. Honestly, but that's what I'm saying. But it still looks it's a better solution than however long DC is, you know, taking to come up with the same flow chart. Well, that's like, because our government is purposefully slow. Training on us, Lithuania, whatever you guys are doing to come up with these models, you should, uh, you should tell us, teach, teach us. Speaking apparently of we models, can't get it done. Speaking of models, let's move on to this other article. You like that I like how you're moving. Just, just keep doing that, please, because I, I could, I could we, tangent forever. I like it though. It's, it's unique. It's our, it's our own thing. So this is our homeboy, C. Edward Kelso. He's gonna be like a rock star, and he's not even gonna know it. Um, this one of his articles will actually only has eighteen hundred shares though, or eighteen hundred eyeballs on it, because Bitcoin.com has its own thing where it's like a little eyeball. And we can only assume, like, that's how many people clicked on this article. Whatevs. It says, Crypto and virtual reality meet in Ken Liu's science fiction. Ooh, this is my kind of shit. Okay, so science fiction writer Ken Liu has written an important short story, Byzantine Empathy. Oh, I'm getting warm in my downstairs parts. Weaving as central to the narrative cryptocurrency and distributed ledger technology. Finally, crypto breaks out of its ghettoization in popular fiction, where it has been the plaything of terrorists and drug dealers, and instead has been used as an elegant background to a larger point. We caught up with Mr. Liu to ask him more about his motivations for bringing such a technical topic into the science fiction community. So, Elias, um, if you're listening... This guy wrote the book that I think you were trying to write. Maybe you should chime in. Um, dang. No, that's not my call out. It's like a, like, I think this no, guy. No, no, I didn't book. say dang. I said dank. You said dank. Okay. All right. You're like, okay. Um, author Ken Liu has coding street cred. So um, this is basically like a, Somebody at Bitcoin.com read the short story and was like, holy cow, I want to interview this guy. Very similar to how we read things on the internet. And we're like, holy cow, we want to interview that guy. So um, I guess check it out. I, there's a, we're not going to put this in the show notes, but the book is called. <laughs> Wait, where are you at in this article? Because there's actually some good stuff toward the middle and bottom of the article. I didn't read any of it. 
I just oh, read God. the first part and then. All right, so basically, Jimmy Song is actually praising Ken Liu as being one of the best coders he's ever worked with, um, and the actual guy, Mister Liu, apparently he's coded for Microsoft and various startups, and then he actually got his uh, JD, his Juris Doctorate, and he got that to try his hand at corporate tax law. And apparently he's an award-winning Chinese language translator. And he translated a lot of different um, Western sci-fi uh, books into, um, I guess, Chinese for the for the Eastern audience. So that's pretty cool too. So like, he's Did actually you get all that while I was reading the first paragraph. Yeah. Damn. Wait, man. Why? You're a G. You're no, it's just master. I'm not talking. When you're when you're talking, you can't like chunk the article, right? But if you're not talking, you can chunk pretty fast and figure you out what. You just taught me something about reporting the news. I'm Listen, gonna be man, chunking while you're reading next time. You can you can chunk as much yeah. of the article as you would like to. In a nutshell, Ken Liao fucks. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a TLDR. Like it's true. He's 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 pimping. Too long didn't read. If you run into Ken Liu, we should do TLDR. We should do that. That that could be part of it. Like, and then like cut me off or cut. I'll cut you off maybe after like a minute or five minutes, and then just be like TLDR, and then have the person who's chunking blah. You know. You know what? That's a pretty good idea. Maybe we can establish some rails because we keep falling off the rails almost every episode. Yeah, but we're getting better. Off the rails. Have you noticed how many new flavors of like Duke's um, sausages there are now? I thought you were gonna say ice cream, and okay, I'm no, no, less no. excited. Like the Duke's little little sausages, they're like beef jerky, but they're sausages. Dude, they used did to you be buy those along with those cheese circles that you bought? I did actually. Oh my god, dude, you're a cheese and sausage person. I am a cheese and sausage person. That's like high society. Really? That's something white people eat. What? I did not know that. <laughs> white people eat cheese and sausage? They, I mean, they do it on the little, you know, the little pass it around platter as you're having small chit chat oh, conversation. Charcuterie. Right? I do enjoy charcuterie because I also purchased <laughs> some prosciutto along with oh my, my sausage god. and cheese. Oh, Holy shit. My god. You're blowing my fucking mind. Oh my god! I didn't. No, I'm I'm just kidding. On Fridays at my at my work, we actually have like uh, a huge breakfast spread with like bagels from like Einstein Bros or something like that, and then like a platter of like cheeses and meats and stuff and fruit and stuff. So wait, Fridays are pretty good. Are you laying in the cut, looking at your coworkers um, like, look at all those Caucasian, look at all my <laughs> Caucasian brethren enjoying their cheese and sausage? You know, that's that's kind of one thing, like. <laughs> At my work, right? Like I'm like a mix of all these different minority groups, and I can't help but notice, like in 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 meetings, just in general, it's just like I feel I feel like where where are more of any of the minority kinds that I'm mixed with? Where are, where are you, friends? <laughs> I I only see white people. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why have you not made it here yet? He sounds so sad. What is this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I know. I really, I really don't care. I, I, I don't notice where I'm at. 
to be honest. It's kind of that yeah. fluid. I applied to work for Diddy last week. The only thing I put on the application is I'm a black dude. He's yet to reach. <laughs> He's no, yet you know what's funny? Oh my god. Did you really though? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I am thinking about that strategy of solely applying to companies that I can work remotely at and be black. Because if they don't hire me, I'm like, oh, you're not hiring me because I'm black? And they're like, wait a second. <laughs> you can't reverse racist us. <laughs> yeah. We're the same we're the same color. You're like We're gonna get into a fucking reverses black hole. Uh sorry, a racist black hole. <laughs> reverses black hole. <laughs> races reverse races black hole. We suck everything in. <laughs> Anyways. God. Yeah. Yeah, one thing. I put on there, um I'm a black dude and I'm well well versed in Tyler Perry films. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. I'm gonna catch I'm gonna catch black for that last we gotta move on. You're supposed right, to be chunking. On. You're supposed to be I, chunking. I, 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 but we didn't get to the next. Oh, yeah, we are on the next article. Swiss City plans blockchain voting pilot using Ethereum-based IDs. Written by Wolfie Zhao. The Swiss... Di- yeah, this is a really short article. The Swiss City of Zug. That's such a cool city name. Three letters. Z-U-G. Zug. It's pretty G, actually. It's almost... Known... You could say it's... um, Zug. <gasps> you, know, you know, it sounds like the enemy in like a... um. Toy Story, like the enemy of Buzz Lightyear, like his name is Zug. It's like the new one. No? I'm trying to go there with you, but I can't see his name being Zug. I thought it was Zorg. Yeah, Zorg was the original one, right? He already defeated Mm -hmm. him, right? So this is like, this is the equivalent of like Star Wars, like Luke Skywalker. No, we're not talking Anakin anymore. This is the great value brand of Toy Story. This is no, dude. No, you're you're diminishing my my idea. All right, mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. So Zug is actually the son of Zorg. You just didn't know that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and he actually was one of the toys of Sid mm-hmm. that you actually didn't know about. I know all and, about Sid, and he grew up in Sid's room, and that's why he's so evil because all the toys were all fucked up. Are you writing Toy Story 4? I'm writing our... Toy Story 10. <laughs> I'm actually from the future. <laughs> You're writing Toy Story I actually know the 10. price of Bitcoin already, and it tanked. <laughs> 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 and we're homeless. <laughs> yeah, I know. That'll be... Oh, man. At least, oh, at least every three months, I have a nightmare where I'm like, oh, I wake up in a cold sweat, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm not homeless. Okay. <laughs> it was just a dream. It's just a dream. Okay. It'd be funny. All those people who are like waiting for a bounce. Like, what if it just doesn't bounce? You know, how funny would that be? We all just like what we'll do is we'll just be, we'll be the new AA. <laughs> like everybody who had crypto and lost it all, just just come here. Let's just all gather together. Yep. Hold hands. Well. Zing kumbaya. <laughs> Let's remember yeah. the good old days when crypto was like a thing. <laughs> yeah. It will be like, man, I remember when I was a part of something. <laughs> now the only As the camera I'm... zooms in and you're looking up. <laughs> really? Did it zoom in? Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I wish we had a video stream. I we wish to... I wish the viewers could see that. We need to get more technically savvy and get a video stream. Um So you okay. guys don't know this, but D has a sick ass webcam. And it moves around 
all the time in ways that emphasize when he, when he's saying a sentence, it adds dramatic. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. It, right it, it zooms, zooms in, in on my face. It zooms out. It's it's bananas. But anyways, we yeah, yeah, really we went instantaneously I'm off sorry, the rails that we just sorry. invented. You know what? Tuesday, this, first huh? article is all yours. Take it away. You know what I think? Because you're so good at chunking, and I'm good at not. I should read, and you should chunk while I read, because it seems to flow a little bit better. Okay. All right. All right. So Swiss City plans a blockchain voting pilot using. I already Ethereum. did that. That was the zug. Oh, man, but I, I was just trying to get on the new reels. Oh, okay. All right. Continue. Sorry. Swiss City plans blockchain voting pilot using Ethereum-based IDs, identifications. Wolfie Zhang, our, sorry, our boy Wolfie Zhao in the house again. 329 tweets, um, retweets, that is. Nothing on Facebook, nothing on Google+. Plus. Pause. Just for a second. Just for a second. Um... Who in the fuck is using Google Plus besides Google employees? Have you ever thought about that? I've never met another human being on the planet using Google yeah, I Plus. I derail you. At my work, we were using Microsoft Yammer. So don't even talk to me about using outdated technologies. Okay. All right. I'll be right back on the rails. <laughs> no LinkedIn shares. 553 Reddit. Whatever the fuck that means. Let me just click on it to see what that means. It's 553 Reddit, Reddit upvotes. Those are Reddit oh. upvotes. Okay, oh. so now we know what that means. The Swiss city of Zug, known for its proactive support of the blockchain industry, is launching a voting pilot that will base both polling system and residents' IDs on blockchain technology. The e-voting pilot, which will take place between June 25th and July 1st, has been developed as part of the city's efforts to adopt more blockchain applications and will tie in with a digital identity trial currently underway. The city government said in an announcement on Friday. <laughs> in July. Are you laughing or are you choking? No, I'm, this is what it says. I'm reading oh, what it okay. says. In wait, July, wait, wait, wait. Nothing funny about it. This is actually really good. This is what I wanted for, for the U.S., actually. All right. Well, I'll be more mature then while I'm reading this. <laughs> In July 2017, the city announced plans to launch an Ethereum-based application called Uport. Oh, fucking hell! I know Uport. I love Uport. To digitize local residents' ID information, the 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 polite, the pilot phase got started in November, and now has over 200 residents signed up for the new service, according to the announcement. By using their digital ID. Local residents will be able to cast votes in the one-off blockchain polling pilot, though the city government indicated that the vote is a consultative test, and the results will not be binding. <laughs> what the fuck? So they're voting for no reason? It's just they're testing it. If you look down further in the article, I've I've reached I've reached uh, maximum chunking capacity. Dude? Johnny Five right. Speed Reader. So, I mean, the article's not that long, right? So it goes on to say that in these different countries, I'll list them. So in Russia, Moscow is actually testing a blockchain-based voting platform um, at the city block level. They're actually using it to poll uh, high-rise residents about issues to do with the building maintenance and management. 
Um, in the U.S., apparently, West Virginia is launching a voting pilot project for absentee voters in the military um, via a mobile app. Um, and then within the U.S., the, the Sierra Leone um, club is actually using the tech for a presidential... No, sorry, it's not a club. Sierra Leone, a country in Africa, I think, right? Confirm, yeah, please. Yeah, it's also a song by Kanye West when he was actually Kanye West. Oh. Well, apparently they're using the tech in a presidential election because that's pretty baller. That's what we should do. Um, and then besides Moscow and the U.S. and West Virginia and Sierra Leone, um, in South African capital markets, um, an electronic shareholder voting system is being used um, for shareholder voting, apparently. So it's it's, it's getting use. Uh, people are just testing it out, dipping their little toes in into the water. Um, and if it, I mean, if it seems like this is a good fit, then you know maybe eventually, someday, presidential elections will be blockchain-based uh, polling. This is what I want. Whenever I slow things down like that and I talk in that tone, it means I'm hopping on my soapbox. This is what I want. Did it zoom in on my face? Did the camera zoom yeah, in? Yeah, it did. And now it's zooming back out. Um, it's coming back in again. I would love, and I'd be okay with, when it's election time, maybe two weeks prior, stop my internet for a second. Give me a slew of literature on who I'm voting for, who I'm not voting for, like both sides. Give me both. And then allow me to vote from my desk chair. I have a voice. I voice that voice with my friends and my family. Why can't I vote from my desk chair? Why do I have to, like, when I was traveling, it was tough. When I was traveling, it was really tough to, like, get into a town on Friday night at 5 p.m. and try and find some place to vote. So I had to put in like an absentee ballot and I was like, fuck all that noise. Like, it's like, it's tough. So, like, why can't they make it easy to vote? I almost think it's like part of the plan to make it tough to vote. Because it's like, yeah, I'm doing my civic duty. I'm going out and I'm fucking going to this random ass school, middle school gym and I'm going to deal with the, the Gertrudes and the Barbaras, and I'm going to vote. And that's my thing. And I get a sticker, and I put it on my iPod, and I take a picture of my iPod, and I put it on Instagram and tell everybody I voted. I did that. And I put it on Facebook, and everybody sees that I voted. Why make it that difficult? Fuck all that. Just like shut down my internet for like 30 minutes and say, like, do you want to vote or no? Yes or no. You click a button no, you go back to your life. Click a button yes, then they inform you, and you vote, and that's that. I feel like that's hackable, but that's just my, like, pie in the sky <laughs> I feel like dream. that's hackable. I feel like I mean, it's very hackable, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's my pie in the sky dream, damn it. I don't, why can't I vote from my home? Like, I live in this country. I pay taxes in this country. I don't want to have to go to a middle school gym to vote. I just want to vote, like, for my TV. My TV stops for a second. I say, yo, are oh you voting? Oh, my God. What if Amazon or, like, the Fire Stick, you have, like, a device like a Fire Stick, and you literally can, like, 
like everybody gets this this fire stick for free and you plug it into your tv and it actually gives you like a bio and some some information about the different candidates and you just need an internet connection and then you can vote from home that sounds genius almost i know fire sticks are cheap because there's like 50,000 of them in Walmart and nobody's buying them. Yeah. So Fire Sticks have to be cheap. Oh, man. Is anybody listening to this podcast? You guys out there listening to this shit? Like, go build this shit. Get a Fire Stick. We'll call it a vote stick. Do you have your vote? Did you get your vote stick? That's all you have to do, bro. All you have to do is go to the middle school and say, I don't want to come to your stupid gym. I want a vote stick. <laughs> And then you get that food stick. Literally, it's like, it's like, it's like, what do you want next? The talking pine cone? Like, you pass it around in a circle. The talking, the talking stone, right? Is that what they call it? Talking stone, yeah. When nobody else can talk except the person who's holding stone. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I actually tried it my uh, sophomore year of college when I had a roommate. I tried it. Uh It was the talking spatula, though. It did not work. (laughs) And the only reason I had it is because his girlfriend was fucking annoying. And I was like, if we don't have this talking spatula, yeah, we don't ever get to talk. <laughs> so whoever has this talking spatula gets to talk. And she doesn't get to talk. It didn't work. It was like a one-week thing. <laughs> this is a true story. I've, I've only movie. seen it in movies. And I've never actually participated in a talking circle that uses something like that. It does not work. But I do want to go to a vote, a middle school, and say like, "Hey, like, this is my vote. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to come to your gym. I want, I want to like a vote stick. I want to plug it into my computer." Okay, next article. Cool. You ready for this? Hit me. Wait a second. Before we get too deep into this, are you looking mm-hmm. at the same article I'm looking at? Korean Absolutely. Banks? I Korean- am now. Okay, Korean banks can use... Okay, the right hand is a black person's hand. The left hand is not. Or am I seeing things? That is right. You're absolutely correct. Somebody fucked okay. up with the photoshopping. Somebody really messed that photoshop up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, am I taking crazy pills? Okay, anyways. There's another article bar. Boy, Wolfie Zhao. Wolfie Zhao is laying some articles out. 298 retweets, 61 upvotes. Not a lot of upvotes compared to your last article, Wolfie Zhao. actually doesn't get that many upvotes compared to the other guy. Who's the I other guy again? Um, C. Oh, Edward Kelso? Yeah. Yeah, he gets a lot, doesn't he? I think, yeah, C. Edward Kelso, he's making money. But Wolfie Zhao isn't, and I think it's because like his suit looks weird in that picture. I think he's using titles that actually make sense, and he's not doing things clickbait. He's actually delivering the news. Okay. I also said that we sh- we you also said we should stop talking about the authors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's a, that's a pro, right? That's not a con. Like he's actually giving us real news. He is. It's just it's really boring, though. So, Korean banks can use blockchain to verify customer IDs. From July, I don't know that last the last two words mean, but let's divulge. Here it goes. A national banking group in South Korea is to roll out a blockchain-based ID verification system for domestic commercial banks in just weeks. According to a notice, and that is a hyperlink that I will not click, revealed on Monday by the Korea Federation of Banks, 
KFB. <laughs> the new system dubbed BankSign is scheduled to be launched in July, following a testing phase that began in April of this year. Mm. Okay, here we, here's where we get into the nitty-gritty. Built on okay. top of Next Ledger, NEX Ledger, a private blockchain platform developed by Samsung's Enterprise Solution Division. Jeez, man. Ah, so many acronyms. Bankside will offer local banks an option to replace the existing ID verification system that has been in place for decades in South Korea with the KFB system. I, I don't know. Like, so they're using a blockchain to verify customer IDs? Mm-hmm. Starting yep. in July? Ugh. Next article. This was so anticlimactic. All right. By the way, we're on Tuesday. Just in case you guys didn't know. Are, are you choosing like interesting articles? Like, how did you throw this one together this week? It looked interesting, but I thought they were going to be doing something on Ethereum. But they literally just shared a Google Sheet amongst each other and called it a private blockchain. So whatever. Mm. Hey, by the way, breaking news in the real world, apparently Trump approved tariffs on $50 billion worth of Chinese products. And also, AT&T has completed its acquisition of Time Warner. I want so, you to walk to someone who's Trump's base and ask them if they know what a tariff is. They know, Matt, dude. Bruh. There's, there's people like, oh, okay, you said, well, I don't know, man. Okay. Let's just use. Let's yeah. do. You know, this is. We should call Netflix on this. Netflix, can you provide us with the monetary sustenance to go to rural? Oh, this Alabama. is a pretty cool article. Are you are you on it? Founder of Tron. Oh, you're Altcoin, trying to change. You're Justin. trying to change my. I want to. I want to read this article. Can I read it? Is this the article that I'm on, or oh is this? Oh my like god! A, Wait, are you on the same article? No, yeah, on, yeah, this is the Korean article. Korean oh. firm Key Pair? Oh, no, you're on the second article. Korean firm Key Pair launches credit card. No, this is this article is cool, but the next article is way cooler. Okay, so that's cool. Thank you for building suspense yeah. for the audience. Okay, sorry, go ahead. We're currently... <laughs> Jamie Redman, uh, in no relation to Redman from the Wu-Tang Clan, or affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan. 3,091 views. Korean firm KeyPair launches credit card-shaped near-field communication hardware wallet. So, this isn't the so first like time UB this... Key. Huh? So, like, YubiKey, that's, like, on sale on Amazon for, like, $7. Yeah, like but this $4. is... This one looks cool. It looks like a credit... It's, it's, it's a bigger form factor than a YubiKey or YubiKey. Why would you want this? Wait, I mean, should we read some of the article before you? you sorry, know what? sorry. No, 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 sorry. no. I want you to sorry. take a fucking dump on this article. Let's <laughs> just. I want you to just do do on this idea. Like it's Go so it. stupid. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's so stupid. Keep going. The company going. says the device's smart card chipset supports cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Bitcoin Core, and Litecoin, while also providing. Uh, Fido Universal second factor authentication. Like this is literally you, you could go to Amazon.com right now. Let me let me just I'm going to do it. Amazon.com right now. This is the and best. I'm going to look up YubiKey. Right? YubiKey 
they're on sale. You can get a pack of them for oh wow, people have been buying them up a lot recently. Yeah, Yubikis are flying off the racks. Oh Jesus. Alright, anyway, twenty dollars for like a little tiny one that's like no bigger than the size of your thumb. In width and length. So you can literally just stick it in your wallet and it'll occupy Wait like a, a second. fifth of the space. A Shaquille O'Neal thumb or a regular human's thumb? Look, I'm, I, I have an average-sized thumb. I'm, I'm not Shaq, and I'm not, like, a midget, so I would say... Mm, little person. You're so... For, for a person who's whimsical. almost six feet, this thumb you're, is average, right? You're so whimsical with your language. Keep going. <laughs> okay, so my height is five foot eleven and three quarters. Uh, my foot... My, my shoe size is uh, twelve and a half in Vans, and... A ten, ten and a half in. Uh, what's the what's the shoe that uh, I don't know? Fucking I, I don't know, but I have a question for you. Did you put your Vans yeah. on? Do they look like sneakers? Oh, I've got the Vans that are high tops. So, so they do look like sneakers. They they look like like spaceships because those are my gym shoes. Nice. I actually have I have a lot of different pairs of shoes. I'm not one of those like I'm trying to keep in with the trends of shoes. I'm mm-hmm. just the I like to have a lot of different pairs of shoes for different purposes. So like I have my shoes to work, I have my shoes to a construction site, I have my shoes to uh a kickoff meeting with a like a really wealthy client. I have shoes for going out uh just to like a club i have shoes for going out to just like movie and a nice dinner i have shoes for going out to simply walk the dog i have shoes for hiking that can get trash at least five times more shoes than i have at least i don't i don't have any slippers or sandals though i need i need a pair of those I used to have Crocs, and I used to wear them all the time. I think it's lovely that you're like, I don't have a lot of different shoes. And then you list all the various <laughs> scenarios in which you have different shoes, and I'm like, I don't – I have like three pair of shoes. I have, I have nice, okay, in-house. <laughs> like that's it. Like that's <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, regular in-house shoes. That's it. Okay. Um so yes, go, this, go this, get a this credit card shaped YubiKey yeah. is dumb. We should go to the next article, which is way more cool. Yeah, it looks cool. There's a lot of fancy pictures in there, but that's all Photoshop and marketing. So whatever. Um, yeah. Next article. This is the one that you thought. Wait, this is the one that you thought was cool? Yeah. Founder of Tron altcoin, Justin Sun, takes over BitTorrent Inc. He literally is taking over BitTorrent. That is that is exciting. That's not exciting. That's just scary. That is so scary. I want to buy more Tron right now. <laughs> like I'm not like kidding right now. Like Tron is such a stupid tech. Like the white paper was garbage. It was so dumb. It was but a plagiarism. This is one of those of dumb things. This is one of those dumb things that you gotta just you gotta you gotta just invest in and just. Pull it. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But yeah. Hashtag, yeah, don't, hashtag no, not hashtag, investment advice. Careful. Hashtag don't do dumb things because that's dumb. That's not what I would do right after this podcast ends. Yeah. 
very second this podcast is done recording. If, you, if you're looking for the huge green candle of Tron, you know where it's coming from. It's coming, it's coming from Jesse. Um, anyways, I love this question. Is it a sign of things to come? Is it? Is it? Well, the BitTorrent protocol is used by hundreds of millions of people around the world and constitutes a significant share of all internet traffic. The company behind it has found few ways to monetize because the government will lock them the fuck up. Like running ads on the uTorrent client and in total, uh, BitTorrent has raised only 35.8 million. This is why I love like qualifiers. There's the word only. And we see this word only in front of the number 35.8 million. Because, you know, that's not a lot of money or anything. And three funding rounds over the 14 years of its existence. So I, sometimes I think I know how money works, right? Like earlier, the very first article of this episode, when I'm like, $30 billion crypto. You can you can take a dump, and by the time you're done taking a dump, it's thirty billion dollars. And then we come here, and it's like thirty five point eight million. And I'm thinking to myself, I wish I had thirty five point eight million dollars. That's a lot of money. There's a lot of smart people right now buying up Tron. <laughs> you want to you want to take a pause for a second? Pause for the cause, so you can go uh, buy you know some Tron. I'm I'm looking right now. I'm watching the price. Let's do a little uh let's do an audible guide on how to buy Tron. No, <laughs> let's do like, like CNBC did when they were like, this is step this by is step how, you buy Ripple. how to buy Ripple. God. This is how you do Can it. Can you just baby. sue CNN for like if you're if you're one of the retards who like bought Ripple like at the high? Yeah, and yep. you did it with CNN's tutorial. That's like, CNBC. Oh, CNBC. Oh, well, can mm-hmm. you just sue them? Um, you probably so like, these you motherfuckers. Mighty, you gotta have a mighty lawyer. Mighty. These motherfuckers. They didn't just tell me to invest. They showed me how on TV. Like, I want to know how much did Ripple pay for that segment? No, no. But Ripple seriously, like, how for can they say this is things. not investment advice? And they actually show you how to do it. It's like Dude. don't smoke. We're gonna show you how to smoke. <laughs> Like, don't smoke ganja, but let me just in case you wanted to know. <laughs> I don't know, man. The world's crazy. It all depends on how good your lawyers are, I guess. I don't know. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We didn't even get into the article. We just had so much to talk about just from reading the yeah, title. We don't need to. I mean, he bought BitTorrent. What, what's there to get into? <laughs> what's he going to do with it? I don't know, man. We could speculate if we want to, but BitTorrent is... First of all, let's try this. I'm going to give my bastardized version of BitTorrent, and you give your more educated in things of this nature version of BitTorrent. Okay. Okay. So when I was... This is going to be a long story. I love long stories. When I was 14, and I saw Napster, I started downloading music 100% legally. (laughs) And then... Lo and behold, LimeWire comes, and then Torrent uh, Spy comes, and then like there's all these things. But basically, a torrent is this, right? The word torrent is like a huge wave. That's it. Torrential waves. It's a big wave. Oh my god! Was that that was your 
No, I'm still going. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Don't. Pause just in the audience I shaking your head. You're not allowed to just interrupt the speaker. Okay. <laughs> like that's not how this works. So a torrent is a huge wave, right? And so if there's a big, if there's a large amount of data, you can't just be selfish and soak up all of those copper cable channels that run at the bottom of the ocean with your large data. Who are you, a selfish son of a bitch? So what a torrent does is everyone who houses bits and pieces of this data on their computers upload the bit and piece that they have, and you download different bits and pieces. Um, and then when those different bits and pieces come to your computer, it then puts them in the order they're supposed to go in. And you have now downloaded a movie, which could easily be like, I don't know, two gigabytes worth of data. You've done that in maybe five minutes, because instead of downloading two gigabytes from one source, you downloaded two gigabytes from like a thousand sources. So two gigs divided by a thousand would be like, what, 200 megabytes from a thousand different sources, which is very easy to move across the Internet. That's my that's my that's how that's what I think about torrents. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. I feel good about myself now. Fragmented Wait. sharing of files. There you go. So that's what that's what Tron just bought. All right, now your turn. You go. Okay, my turn. All right, I'm going to say that Tron's going to pimp out BitTorrent by having elements from the Tron movie, like Light mm -hmm. Cycles, and you get to actually play a video game, and you get to drive a light cycle in VR and deliver the fragments of the files that you're uploading through BitTorrent. And when you get there, it'll be like like Uber drivers, and then you drop off a piece of data, and then you go, hey, can you pay me in Tron? And then the guy goes, yeah. Uh, That's, you're going to deliver virtual files in I didn't, VR. I didn't see you going there. Honestly, I <laughs> thought that you. <laughs> I did not see Are that you go term orthogonal means? to whatever yeah. you were thinking. I don't think it's orthogonal at all. I, I think those are non-intersecting planes. I think those are non-intersecting planes right there, and you took it there. So, um, so let's go to Wednesday. Yeah. All right. So Wednesday's article, first one. It reads, Circle CEO at MoneyConf Dublin. We are at the it's, beginning of tokenization. Dublin. Dublin. Is it, is it really? Dublin. It's definitely not. All right, it's no. Dublin. So we are at the beginning of tokenization of everything. Holy shit. Look at that picture. It's, uh, it's two it's real life dudes with virtual bridges in the background. Oh, I was I was focusing on what the actual career paths of those two people are. One guy looks like a construction worker, like a GC. The other guy looks like a like a developer, mm. or like a like a bank representative. What's ironic is that the construction worker, I guess we'll call him the GC, has stubble on, as if he shaved recently, and then the developer has an unkept beard. So there's an interesting dichotomy in that picture. 
Oh man, I want to derail so hard right now. Yeah, but on the subject of beard. How about you read an eye block? Okay. All right. Crypto and fintech conference MoneyConf in Dublin, Ireland, continues today, June thirteenth, with a live stream from Coin Telegraph available to watch here. And you can probably see that link, the link to the article, and then the link to the actual YouTube uh, video um, in the show notes. It goes on to say, Jeremy Allaire, co-founder and CEO of payments company Circle, spoke this morning of an unprecedented crypto revolution, saying that global society is, quote, at the beginning of a tokenization of everything. Just as early internet transformed data and communications, blockchain is now poised to revolutionize, quote, every aspect of finance and reinvent public and civil services in its image. There's a quote here that says, excuse me, once you have an open, global, immutable record-keeping system, a transaction processing system, and a secure computing environment, you can reconceptualize on a global basis every aspect of finance, corporate and commercial law, the intermediation of contracts, and crucially, all of the systems we use in both corporate and civic decision-making. So we're, we're about to remake the fabric of reality. Are we going to have different gods for different planets? Sorry. Vitalik Buterin will be a god of the Ethereum <laughs> blockchain. He'll be, like, just, he'll be like Deuce. No, no, he'll saying, be like, like If we get... It, it starts to infringe on people's religion if you start talking about these omnipotent systems that do all and carry all and know all. And if we're moving toward that, like, I asked this question to Corey on the last show, and it did seem outlandish, but what if Elon Musk is able to do what he wants to do and colonize Mars? Why would anyone on fucking Mars accept U.S. dollars? They wouldn't. They're, they would accept Mars token. Exactly, right? So how can Mars do commerce with Earth? That's a trick question. You can't do commerce back and forth easily. What do you mean? It's a trick question. It's not a trick question. I asked the question. What do you take? Takes like for? it takes like what, like two hundred something days to get to Mars. It takes a long time. That's there's no communication. Six to seven months, right? Yeah. But it doesn't take that long to communicate to Mars. You could send you could send light to Mars extremely <laughs> fast. How fast? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But I know. <laughs> right, I'm going to compute that. I know while the speed of. I'm going to compute this, that. Yeah, you compute that. The speed of sound is what? 9.8 meters per second? What's the speed of light? And we can't travel faster than the speed of light. I know this much. Okay, so light travels at approximately 186,282 miles per second. Or three, about 300,000 kilometers per second. Mm -hmm. Therefore, a light shining from the surface of Mars would take the following amount of time to reach Earth, or vice versa. Closest approach, 182 seconds, or just over three minutes. Farthest approach, 1,342 seconds, or just over 22 minutes. That actually might be 
as fast as how long it takes to process a Bitcoin transaction. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Well, anyways, we've come full circle. Uh, I think. I was chunking. Uh, So... Crypto securities, it says that crypto securities can function to represent rule-based financial contracts and have potential that goes far beyond a paper contract uh, mediated by a law firm at court. Um, He addressed crypto assets that support transaction settlement systems such as Ripple and Stellar, and uh, as well as very ambitious blockchain-based platforms such as Ethereum, which is very highly ambitious. Um, uh, Ethereum is categorized as, get this, I haven't heard this one yet. Operating systems for the global economy. Me, 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 me. I've heard well, of that. You've heard of that? No, I've heard of the Ethereal, Ethereum virtual machine. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't uh, heard of that. Um, okay. So, long story short, I mean, this is, uh, I had a very interesting conversation earlier today with someone in the Slack, and I think what it boils down to is that, like, society is going to cling to the definitions that this community defines going into the next five years in this in this ecosystem. And the reason this conversation sparked up, because I was like, I think ultimately it's very non-intuitive to separate currency from technology. But as Pierce form, currency is technology. In fact, it was one of the very first technological advancements we've ever had, which then spawned several different forms of communication, forms of communication, new mathematics, rational numbers. Um, I think that at a certain point, uh, humanity is going to either have to A, grow up or, or evolve to a point where we can um, see the synchronicity between currency and technology and accept it for what it is. But until we do, um, it's gonna get weird. Next article. <laughs> next, next, next article. Are we on uh, Beyonce? Oh yeah, this is perfect. This is a perfect segue. Google Trends: Bitcoin in its darkest hours is still more popular than Beyonce, baby. And then it's got a picture of a dude with his chick. Sorry, I don't no, want to be yeah, a dude with his. Uh, I thought that was another dude for a second. No, that's a woman. A dude with his. It could not be his woman. It could be a a totally platonic relationship. We really platonic. don't know. Plutonic. Platonic. 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 I thought it was platonic, like like tectonic plates. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. It's platonic. Honestly. Because, uh, have you ever, where does Superman send his enemies? Pluto? No, <laughs> you're ridiculous. Like the zone that he sends them. Uh, I don't remember actually. Since it's like the nowhere zone or something? Null zone? No. Uh, that may be something else. Where does Superman send his, uh, enemies to? He sends them to the Phantom Zone. The Phantom Zone. That is what I called the friend zone when I was like younger. I was like, damn, dude, I'm in the Phantom Zone. I'm the place where nobody sees you. 
and you just scream. Okay, anyways, Google searches for Bitcoin have reportedly declined 75% through 2018. Uh, yet, ooh, 75%. Oh my God, that's 75 cents on a dollar. Yet the leading cryptocurrency is still outstripping the famous pop star Beyonce. Outstripping? The famous pop star Beyonce on Google Trends, CNBC reported. So, <laughs> if you look at this chart, Bitcoin like was like, all the rage and it has completely dropped to Beyonce status. So guys, we're one Beyonce ghost album away <laughs> from calling this shit quits. We've been more popular than Beyonce since the beginning of 2017 or the middle of 2017. And it's looking like we're just two Google searches away from, from Beyonce coin taken over so what is that next article sure all right it didn't sound like you care about beyonce too much do you not like her no i was or? i was reading the uh, article i was just I oh was you were chunking going further down why why are you saying chunking so much after i mentioned it the first time do you like that word now uh chunking is a teaching technique yeah it means a lot of different things chunking yeah no. It's strictly for the profession of teaching. Yeah, okay, sure. You can pretend no, I'm kidding. like that's um, the case. I like chunking. I thought I was good at it. You know um, what I want? I want some chunky salsa right now. Chunky salsa is delicious. From Pace? Pace? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, man. Pace chunky salsa. I, I'm actually considering going. Oh, I can't. It's too late. It's already 1030. Bro, it's 1030. Grocery stores don't close till never. You don't understand, all right? When I became an adult, I gave up staying up past 10.30. Sure. <laughs> sure you did. Uh, next article. Thursday. We've reached Thursday. We've reached Thursday. Hell yeah. We're there. Crypto tycoons spar over alleged $30,000. No, not dollars. 30000 You almost said dead. dollars, you fiatist. <laughs> you fiat believing motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. Like, like, 30,000 yeah. times 65 hundos. $195 million debt. So that's just to put it into context for you fiatists. Fiatists. Fiatists in the audience. Our boy Wolfie Zhao coming in at 204 retweets. One upvote on Reddit. A Chinese entrepreneur who recently ha made headlines by announcing his plan for blockchain Uber may have got himself in legal hot water over his claims about a Bitcoin tycoon, also from China. Shen Huaxing made a number of accusations in a WeChat post on June 9th taking aim at Li Zhaolao, a successful Chinese cryptocurrency investor and an early Bitcoin evangelist in the country. I hope you appreciate the confidence at which I enunciate or pronounce these very Chinese-ass names. In his post, Shen most notably claimed that... <laughs> Shit. I almost held it together. In his post, Shen most notably claimed that Li had raised a fund of 30,000 Bitcoins in 2013 that was to mature in September of 2017, yet Li pushed back the deadline September of 2018. The reason Shin alleged was that Lee had spent all the raised Bitcoins on Justice, Just Dice, a Bitcoin gambling site. Here's a quote. 
Everyone who's been in blockchain industry long enough knows this. I'm not lying. Shin wrote. So, so, so uh, I've been in the blockchain industry for a little while, and I don't even know who the fuck you are, Shin. So, um, but that's just me. There's lots of me's that have been in this while. So, um, I'm saying in the court of law, that statement doesn't mean anything. Having offered no proof to back his claim, Shin's accusation of thirty thousand BTC debt, an amount worth nearly two hundred million dollars. Real dollars, not Canadian, um, immediately stirred up heated discussion in the Chinese crypto community. Why do I feel like a lot's going to be lost to translation here? Like, I can barely say their names. I feel like the translation of this into English is, we're going to miss something. You want me to give you your TLDR and save you? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so TLDR, Chen got $30,000 worth of BTC. No, sorry, he got 30,000 BTC back in 2013 and he's saying that he used it to fund a gambling a gambling site mm. and now the guy who gave him the money to buy the 30,000 BTC is saying hey where's my 200 million now which mm. is what it's equivalent to right now and Chen likely probably didn't spend the whole 30,000 it's just bullshitting because he has now millions of dollars well, you heard it here first. If you heard it here first, <laughs> somebody's gonna die. So <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Somebody there is gonna get offed. And, you think? You oh think? yeah, two hundred million USD. China. A lot. Would you kill somebody for that? I would not kill anyone. That's against yeah. my. <laughs> moral compass but I, I feel like I feel like there's some harsh lead that's gonna be I feel like people in prison would take like hitman jobs for like even less like 30,000, 50,000 right? Um, I mean, that's a real thing right? I, I think this is a conversation we shouldn't have <laughs> I think this is a conversation we should never have on public <laughs> This is some shit we should never talk about, ever even speculate on. I just feel as if this person needs to hide themselves from humanity forever. Because if, I mean, I'm still mad at Cello, who owes me 50 bucks from a from a bet we had when we were teenage years. Like, But is I'm that 50 saying. bucks or is that 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin? It was 50 Bitcoin. No, I'm kidding. It was 50 bucks. <laughs> And like it was some, it was like I was like I I bet you this chick is in Playboy, and he was like, no, it's fake, and I was like, it's not fake, bro, and that was the extent of that. So, um, Thai SEC reveals five out of fifty ICOs. So just in case, one out of ten, guys. One Why out would of they 10. do five out of fifty? You what? know what? who the fuck would? I'm sorry. Thank you for agreeing me. With, thank you for agreeing with me on that. <laughs> like, Two out of four people. Okay, so half, half of them. <laughs> Five out of fifty. No, I mean, I mean, you know what? No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna backtrack my statement. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice. Maybe okay, they literally nice. interviewed fifty ICO applicants, and five out of the fifty, and they're, they're, you know, they were like, hey, why don't? It's not that many. Why don't we just give them the actual number rather than a fraction? Just. 
give a percentage. Why five out of fifty? William Super, <laughs> you sir. Let me see how many total views you get. See, Coin Telegraph gets a lot more <laughs> views than this. Six thousand three hundred forty-six total views, one hundred eighty-six total shares. You sir need to talk to your editor about numbers that matter and writing five out of 50 instead of one out of 10 or 10%. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, come on, man. Like, I hope you hear this and then you contact me and you want to fight. And then we say, I'm, I say, I'm not going to fight you, but that's a stupid way to write a headline. Why don't you fight him in your, uh, your soul caliber six. Yeah. Dang it. Soul caliber six. Uh, Call people out and fight them on Twitch. We should do that. The thing about fighting games online is that um, there's lag, and it's just not the same. Thailand's financial regulator, the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, has confirmed five ICOs are ready to raise funds via the country. Oh, I think you were right. It was like 50 total. Are ready to raise funds via the country's new fundraising regulations. Local media Bangkok Post reported... You said oh, that. Yeah. You said that in a funny manner. No, you, you laughed because that you're immature. Purposeful. No, yeah, because you're immature. I it, just said Bangkok Post because yeah, that's you, the name of the news. You, you got to say Bangkok. God Bangkok damn Post. It's a hard <laughs> so, K. It's a hard K and a hard K on both ends. Bangkok yeah. Post. Yeah. Do you think that they knew at the time of naming the city? Stop. Years right. later. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. For ICO specifically, the investment amounts are limited to three hundred thousand THB, about nine thousand three hundred twenty-three dollars, or no more than seventy percent of the total value of offered tokens per investor per ICO. So it looks like they're just trying to put like some sort of restriction, some some sort of uh, throttling mechanism for people putting their money into ICOs. That's good. It's just oxymoronic because cocks bang. Oh Don't my! Bang cocks. Okay. okay, next article. I mean, I want to laugh about it, but I'm trying to be serious for the audience. So, yeah, like, right. I'm fighting I, you... who I really want to be. <laughs> like, I want to laugh with you, but I'm I'm trying to be. Uh, not really devil's advocate, but I'm trying to be the 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 more mature one to balance the show out. Whenever okay. you go too far, I don't think that was going too far. I just think it's a very oxymoronic name of a city <laughs> because cocks bang. They don't bang cocks. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> Mister Mature, I'll you, take you, this one. You, that's that's a hetero comment. I don't. I think that cocks can bang other cocks. You just have never See? done that. Um, you're talking about Chinese finger cuff, and <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, now you got me involved. That's when we just derail hard. <laughs> you try to keep us on the rails. But There's no stopping it, baby. On the rail or like, you know, it's probably like the same feeling that like those people like in Russia who like who climb up these like super skyscrapers when they're playing on the edge and they're like monkey barring off the construction towers. Mm-hmm. Like It's probably the same same feeling that they have. It's like we we know where the edge is. We just want to we just want to try it. We just want to be on it. I like that. And then sometimes we slip. You painted that whole picture for me. 
but we don't slip. We do the handstand on the edge of the high rise. Backflips, somersaults. Yep. I saw a guy skateboard. I saw a guy skateboard on the edge of a high rise. I think I saw the same video. It was on YouTube. Yep. Was he Russian? We do. We play with the edge of appropriate, baby. There we go. South Korea to develop Crypto Beach, modeled after Switzerland's Crypto Valley. Oh, I see what they did there. That's dumb. I'm going to call them, call them out. Crypto Damn, Beach? Let, at least let me read it. Holy shit. All right, sorry, okay, wait. I'm with you because the picture is a bunch of coins hanging out on a golf course. It's not even a fucking beach. It's not even a beach, yeah. Okay. Maybe the I title wasn't wait. created yet, and then the guy was just like... The guy who's writing the article. Oh, it's actually a lady, Helen Parts. She's probably like, "Quick, write me a, write me, a, or not write me, draw me up a picture, Photoshop something together." It's going to be about South Korea making a crypto scene versus or uh, patented after Switzerland's crypto scene called Crypto Valley. And then the guy was like, "Hmm, crypto golf course." That's just that's. <laughs> I don't even get any of this. Like, why put a bunch of coins on a golf course and then call it crypto beach some are holding hands and they're not even bitcoin have you noticed that they're just like coins yeah, with zeros and ones coin with binary code on the outside of it i don't we're not talking about the article at all but like i almost feel like it doesn't deserve it it's just because the image sucks <laughs> yeah this is so stupid like that's not even a beach that's a fucking golf i was course. trying to look for like something hidden cleverly like in the zero and one organization on the coins but it's just it's literally alternating zeros and ones there's no secret hidden message or anything <laughs> you're right cool. it's just zero one it's zero so one, dumb zero one. Oh, man. i'm sorry south korea has revealed plans to launch a blockchain center in busan city modeled on the swiss crypto valley Local news outlet eDaily reported June 14th. eDaily gathering its news from the Bangkok Post at a recent blockchain event in Seoul 2018 Global Blockchain <laughs> Conference. Chairman of the Korea ICT Financial Convergence Association, Oh Jingshon, claimed that the organization seeks to build a... Are you ever going to call me out on these terrible pronunciations of these names? You know, I really want to, but I just feel like... It's that's that's totally me, but that's not a good part of me, so I try and not to do it. Dude, just do it because that guy's name is not Oh Jing Jun. I don't even know what I said. It's like Oh Jung Gyan Gyun, if anything. How do I say that? I mean, you know like nails on a chalkboard, like that's whenever you mispronounce words, I just like a minimized version of that. Why do you just let like, me do it so confidently? It's it's okay, I just let you do whatever you want. Just, just say, hey, man, that's not that guy's name. That happens like every article, though, like multiple <laughs> times an article. I can't slow you down that much. <laughs> like, I'm okay. serious, though. Like, it's too often. The chairman of the Korea ICT Financial Convergence Association, <laughs> Oh Jong-gyun, claimed that the organization seeks to build a space similar to the Crypto Valley. Look, look, long story short, they're trying to make it crypto-friendly in this point in South Korea. I, that's a TLDR. I'm offended that you do not stop me from reading <laughs> these names incorrectly, and I have to stop myself. <laughs> it feels bad. It's like, I don't want to call you out. It's like when somebody does, like, 2 plus 2 is 5. Right? Yeah, you yeah. stop them, five. and you say, <laughs> yeah, 
that's not right. You're wrong. No, no, you just go, yeah, yeah, it can, it can be five if you want it to be five. No, it can't. That's Okay, we're about to get real philosophical here. 2018, baby. The soft millennials need to go. Two plus two equals four. And you shouldn't get a trophy for fucking losing the entire season. You get a trophy for winning the championship. Everyone that loses gets to go home and be sad and cry into pillows. Everyone okay. that wins gets a trophy. If you get second place, you get a medal. If you get third mm. place, you get a brownie. And you eat that brownie. And you, <laughs> you eat that brownie. If you get fourth place, you suck. If you get last place, you sucked the worst. Jesus. All right. Aggressive. I'm getting off of my soapbox now. I'm just saying, if I'm going and I'm play Fortnite and I get yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, like if you're bad at Fortnite, I'm definitely going to correct you because I definitely don't want to lose. Exactly. But like, like if you're stuff like this, it's okay. Like you want to mispronounce stuff, that's okay. It's it's probably kind of cute to people, to like our audience. It's like, oh, he's trying to feelings need to get can't. hurt. People's feelings need to get hurt again. It's okay. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, Helen Parts, I might write you an email. You don't talk about beaches and include a picture of a golf course. You're doing it wrong. You don't talk about Fun Strats Thomas Lee and put a picture of the freaking elf from Lord of the Rings. That's, um, that's her next article. Are we going? Are we going on a? I clicked uh, on Helen Parts and I just wanted to dive down that rabbit hole for a second. Less than an hour ago, Fundstrat's Thomas Lee weakness in Bitcoin is caused by futures expiration, and it's got Legolas with a bear arrow squiggly, and it's like you're doing it wrong. Why don't you put Thomas Lee's picture on there so we know who the fuck is talking about this? I don't. Someone Sounds like you want to go on a crusade to fix the world, and I can I, only tell you that you might hurt too many people's feelings. <laughs> hurt feelings? I think I just turned into Black Thanos accidentally. Snap like, my fingers, and you you don't get a trophy when you get last place. Jesus. You, you get to go home and cry to your pillow. I still haven't seen that movie, Infinity War. Ooh. Oh, I, like, I was actually going to try and go see Incredibles. Two at some point. Get though. on uh, Corey's Plex account. He's hella got it bootlegged. Uh, it's not a bad bootleg. I watched it last night. No. Oh. Okay. I've seen. I mean, it. I, ha- I have. I have something similar, right? You like, haven't you seen can, like, I have it on my pie. But you saw Deadpool two. Yeah, I said Deadpool two. But you didn't see Infinity War. Well, but I just heard that everybody died in Infinity War, so I was just like, eh, it's okay. Well, not everyone. You want me to list to you who died specifically? I mean, I actually asked my girlfriend to tell me that, and she was like, all of the people from Guardians of the Galaxy die. Spoiler alert. False. Um, Spider-Man dies. False. Um, true. That's true. We've yeah, like, actually like Groot, been... Like, Groot died, right? And so did, like, Star... Whatever... whatever what's his face? His Star-Lord? name? Star-Lord? Star-Lord, yeah. Whatever his okay, so actual... Here's the thing. Uh, if you've been listening to the Bitcoin podcast... I'm talking to the audience now, Jesse... If you listen to the Bitcoin podcast for the past um, month, we've been spoiling this movie for a month. So, uh, Cello and I, um, we've been kind of evil in that we've been spoiling 
Infinity Wars for people because we feel like, come on, man, the movie's made $2 billion. It's, everyone's been looking forward to this for a decade. You've seen all of the other movies, and then now all of a sudden you don't want to see the one movie they've been leading up to? What's wrong with you? What, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Didn't Black you? Panther die? Oh, you didn't tell that one? Come on, man. Like, We're not trying to spoil it to that extent. There's... Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, again, again, I can neither confirm nor deny that Black Panther died because I have not watched the movie. I only am able to approximately recount. <laughs> okay, we need to stop this. Um, so <laughs> let's, um, let's plug and then let's head out. Um, Perfect. So plug. the slack is popping, guys. Um, we got a live news feed in there now. Um, which means that the news that we read out to you, if you just join the Slack, you get to read that article during the week. And we have a bot. We call him Walter Cronkbot. You know why I named him that, Jesse? Yeah, because Walter Cronkite. You know it. You get it. And it's a squirrel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a squirrel with a journal. Is that? It's. You know, it's I I'm not gonna lie. It was cool for the first day or two, but then it's just like spamming my Slack. So like, I don't really want any. Turn the notifications off. off and. Yeah, I'll do that. I turn the notifications off. It doesn't bug me anymore. Come on, man. Use the technology that's afforded to you. No, but like I don't actually want to like read the articles as soon as they come out. Like it, honestly, if like the best way to consume it is probably just by listening to this headline show because this is actually pretty nice. I agree. I agree. Um, you can listen to me bastardize Asian names all day, every day, if you want. If you join the Slack, the link is on at the TPP podcast on Twitter. Um, I think we have a pin there. You can join in the Slack, join in the conversation. Uh, Medium.com slash the Bitcoin podcast. Corey writes blogs. Um, Jesse and I are, are working on a project. If you feel like you've got, you, you, you want to solve some problems and you, you want to listen to the problems that we have to solve and you want to be part of that action. And you have some computer savviness in the form of being able to talk to computers. Jesse, you should probably talk about the problem. <laughs> you should talk about the problem. Yeah. I mean, if you're interested in hard problems, then we, we have a, a particularly some, hard problem. We're we've got to some doozies we've been trying to work through. Yeah. It's, uh, it has to do with, like, uh, I mean, can, can I go into, like, not really the detail, but kind of, like, high level? So, so we got a project where um, we're doing some... Um, offline image processing to images and then trying to bring it on chain and store it on chain. Um, and we do unique, we, we, the, the idea, the high level idea is um, unique alterations to this image in order to improve value. And, and there is, there are some uh, details in the roadmap that if you have a strong background in, um, I guess, deep learning as it pertains to, um, extending uh, certain features and images, and also hashing, just you know, cryptography. And if you have any of those skill sets, then yeah, definitely hit uh, DNI up. Um, and we're definitely trying to chug along and learn as much as possible, as much as we need to, to solve this problem. But um, it's it's ultimately a, a pretty interesting problem with a with a cool twist. Um, and we're hoping to yeah. have some sort of product. It'd be pretty neat, man. We we need help. Um, we 
this will tell you something. I, I think you guys have listened to this show for three years now, and I've made it no mystery that programming code is not something that I like. It doesn't get my it doesn't get my rocks off if you get what I'm saying. Like I don't wake up in the morning and just dream to look at JavaScript, but I have taken a JavaScript course and I have done crypt. I'm doing crypto zombies now, so I can kind of learn this language. We got some significant problems we need some help with. Um, that's it. We're not gonna pour our heart out anymore about that either. Um, Jesse, you got some things you want to plug? Yeah. So um, I want to start a Twitch channel. Because I think Work? that that it'll be fun. I, I play video games for fun, blow off Steam, and, you know, D does too, and a few other people in this space. And I think, you know, probably some of you guys in the audience, you guys play video games from time to time. So I'm wondering, like, if I start a Twitch channel, I've already started one, um, but I, what I'm thinking of doing is um, creating one that is different, has a different name. Um, so rebranding it? Yeah, well, maybe. I, I'll, I'll have to. This is when you plug things. You usually gotta have them fully thought out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's already fully thought out. Everything's created. Just I don't know if I'm gonna plug that one. It's just a matter of plugging which one is more entertaining. Plug I want to do one with D. So this is the idea. I want to do a Twitch channel with D. Mm-hmm. And we play like co-op or, or like PvP but co-op games. And we have like two face cams. So you can see both him and I. And you could watch our struggle as I try and carry him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're shutting this shit down on what you just said. This is a, that's a wrap. That's it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you probably will, because I'm not a super duper gamer anymore. Carry me. Um, <laughs> Carry me, what daddy. Else we gotta play? <laughs> yeah. um, Ooh, sponsorships. Yeah, we're going to have some sponsorships coming up. Uh, be excited about it. Uh, we won't let you guys know about it now. Um, we're going to have sponsorships at the top of the show and at the, med- at the middle of the show eventually. Um, that's just the way it's going to work. Um, companies that we have sought after hopefully they're like yeah we'll sponsor you we'll put them at the front we'll put them in the middle you can hear what they're about you can go look into them you can buy their things you can research them um but that's what we're gonna do and um there's a lot of exciting oh. projects that what's up no, no no i was gonna i was gonna uh i was actually going to plug myself actually I just realized. So yeah, I guess with all all the cool stuff that's happening in this space, um, I I wanted to be a part of it. So I actually put in my two weeks this past Monday. You did, did. and I did, and so I'm going full tilt. Um, I'm gonna so like as as D mentioned about himself and programming, uh, my rock does not get super hard. But it gets hard enough that mm. I'm actually yeah. To try I did not it. say that. Not even phrased in that way. Oh, okay. I, I well, said get get your rocks off. Okay, um, which is a My lot rock is less X-rated a little than bit off. Rock hard. That's a lot less X-rated than what you <laughs> just said, my friend. All right. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, I I've always liked building things, and so the idea of building. Uh, on blockchain or, you know, just building something that utilizes blockchain and also um, goes into different 
different areas that I'm interested in, like, you know, some sort of learning, um, deep learning, and then also some sort of um, visual um, processing. That's, that's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is basically self-teach hard over these next uh, few months. And then uh, if anybody has any interesting things to work on, uh, or maybe any job opportunities in the space, definitely, I'd be interested in that. So definitely, um, please reach out to me. Yeah. If you listen to this show, and you're in a position to make moves, uh, I can personally say I've worked with Jesse since um, January, we've had many ideas. Um, we've worked on a few of them together. Um, the work ethic is supreme. The knowledge is wow. Um, you wow me most of the time. And it's always fun, too, because <laughs> we have a great fucking time <laughs> working on this Hon- random honestly, shit. Honestly, yeah. So, um, yeah. Hell, it's fun. Um, reach out to Jesse in the Slack. Um, you'll definitely be impressed. That's it, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in for Just the Headers. Um, another amazing week of headlines in the crypto sphere. Um, it's actually been 1,720 plus headlines since we started the show. So a lot of information has flowed, but we're glad you guys stick with it. If you like just the headers, um, tweet it out. We'd appreciate that. Um, oh, I have a Twitter account. That's right. I yeah, just don't know what it is. Account. I think I it's like at Larry, Twitter at Larry at Live or something. I'll, I'll, I'll get that down for the next show. Yeah. Uh, Jesse's got Twitter. The, at the BC podcast is where you can catch when just the headers goes up. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, that, that's it. Have a, have a good, have a good work day. <laughs> Peace. Peace.